Welcome to What in the Mental Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brandon Rice. And I'm Amber Guzman. And we are sharing conversations about the mind, body, and soul. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Episode number seven with Brandon and Amber here today. It's been a minute and we're just really happy to be back here with all of you. And today's topic, we are just simply going to be giving some information on how to find a therapist. And the benefits of therapy are just helping you get on that road for seeking out a therapist. Yep, that's right. So that's (laughs) what we want to talk about today. Uh, Finding a therapist is something that a lot of people have, I've heard, have had trouble doing. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to do that in the best way possible from what we know so far. So we're going to jump into it. Amber's going to lead us off. Yeah. So I think for us, like so many people put a stigma to it that they feel afraid or like there's something wrong with them or, you know, I don't need therapy or I went to therapy when I was younger. And for me growing up with a therapist mother, it, as much as she's a therapist, I'm not always getting therapy, which is probably something everyone always thinks, but I've been led down, you know, different books and different self-help things for always seeking out how to improve myself. For my mom is always a good resource. And, and when you need help, like how you, what you should do in order to, to help yourself. And that number one thing is finding a therapist to talk to and guide you with that. So the number one thing is kind of identifying what a therapist is. Mm-hmm. And um, it would be, it's a psychologist and a psychologist is an expert in psychology. So they have a degree in psychology and psychology is the study of the human mind and human behavior. And a lot of times they can help uncover emotional problems with talk therapy and other techniques. And then Brandon, who's going to know way more about this than me, but (laughs) he is because of his schooling, but understanding what a psychiatrist is. So psychologists can't prescribe medication, but a psychiatrist is a doctor who specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of mental or psychiatric illnesses. They have medical training and are licensed to prescribe drugs. They are also trained in psychotherapy or talk therapy, which aims to change a person's behavior or thought patterns. So kind of understanding the difference that, you know, people that are different levels, like it's always good to start with a a psychologist and they'll direct you or if you're really struggling and sometimes it's hard to know whether or not your level of depression is something that would need medication or is it something simply just talking it out? Is it, you know, so you want to chime in on that? Yeah. And there's, there's two more and we we could be off on this um, just a tad, but there's a psychiatrist, there's a psychologist. Then you have your psychiatric nurse practitioner, which uh, that's what I'm doing. 
And you also have an LMFT, which is a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm, I think there are a, a, one more different variation of a therapist. So psychiatrist is one, and they usually just do medications. Most, most that I've come across, just medications. Um, they can give a little bit of therapy in their sessions, but they're mostly dealing with your medications and adjusting doses and looking for side effects. And that is a doctor. They went to med school. Then you have the psychologist who their focus is therapy. And there are, there are different types of variations of therapy. But like you said, they have a doctorate degree. They either have a PsyD or a PhD in psychology. And then you have what I'm, what I'm doing is psychiatric nurse practitioner, which are nurses who have become nurse practitioners. And they can do therapy and prescribe medication. Um, and then you have LMFTs which are licensed marriage and family therapists. And I think there's a variation of therapists um, with other credentials as well. Like I know social workers can provide therapy too. And those are LCSWs, licensed clinical social worker. Um, so that is what I'm familiar with in terms of people who can provide therapy and who do, who do provide therapy. And then there's variations of types of therapy that can be provided. So just wanted to... Hopefully that's a little, a little clear. Yeah. No, I, I, well, I think it's good because, you know, only in, it's so individual that somebody yeah. may have childhood traumas that they just really want to work through. Yeah. And that would be a psychologist or a therapist or a therapist. Yeah. And then or there's somebody who maybe doesn't want to get out of bed and is really struggling with just day to day you know, being able to just eat or do regular showers or just day-to-day -day functioning, yeah. you may be really needing some medication or something to help you get through depression. And I know, you know, lately, just because we keep hearing about different suicides and a lot of emotional mental health issues going on in the world and with the musicians, you know, suicides and just hearing of these losses you hear a lot of it now at um like even joe coy talks about it um you know i i was at uh it was um oh gosh i can't even think of who it was but three different musicians have brought up how important it is to go get therapy or find someone to talk to mm -hmm. because it's not just your friend like there is a difference because a lot of times with Brandon, he's always sort of promoting or pushing me to get a therapist and he's actually helping me and supporting me with that. Because a lot of times you think, oh, I'm okay. And I read this book and I journal and I talk to my friends on hikes and like, I'm okay. But it's really a guided perspective of a person that's an expert in the, in that field that can mm -hmm. really direct you in a healthier way and help you solve things. And I know for me, just this little, like last week I was dealing with something and it wasn't about me personally, but I had to talk to a therapist for a bit and I got some tools and just getting those couple tools completely shifted something that was going on in my life. And I know that that's what I want to do. So in, yeah. in 
Brandon's been a very good resource for, for helping. I know you've helped other friends and you really, the number one thing, which we didn't even get to it yet, is that you can go to psychologytoday.com. Mm-hmm. And that that is the coolest thing. You go right to the website and I'm putting it on in case anybody ends up watching this video. But on their homepage, the first thing that comes up is to find a therapist. And you put the city, the zip or the name and it has therapists, teletherapy and psychiatrists. So molded, you know, for your area. And I know now even a lot of therapists are still doing Zoom. Yeah. So um, it doesn't even matter necessarily where it is, but that's been a great resource is psychology today for anyone mm-hmm. that's searching for a therapist. And yeah. then um, another thing we were talking about too, is that on your health benefits card, a lot of the insurance companies are putting a behavioral health part on the back of their card with a specific phone number. And um I'm going to just share something about me that, and Brandon will have more insight too, but we were struggling finding a therapist for somebody and I couldn't get any availability. And then also the choices were very slim that were in my medical uh, benefit, like who was covered Mm -hmm. and a little trick that you can do is, um, you find a therapist that you like on psychology today, and you can then call your insurance and tell them that everyone you've tried to see on your, that's in your benefits is full, or it's not the right fit for you. And that you would like to make a single case agreement to see this a specific therapist. Mm-hmm. And I know firsthand this has worked for someone I know, and they got 24 sessions. And here you're thinking, oh, I got to pay out of pocket, but you actually can get this covered in your in your insurance. So there are ways around it because I know it can feel like this is so expensive. How do I do it? All my in my medical benefits, I can't see anyone. There's like two therapists, or they're full, or they don't feel like the right fit for me. There are ways around it. And that's why we felt propelled to make this podcast today to just sort of put a resource out there for you guys so that you know how to do this. Because part of the issue of getting help is just not knowing what direction to go or how to get that help. So we just wanted to put some of those resources. But I know, Brandon, you have another thing you were going to talk about as well for your medical benefits. I was going to say some. Some therapists will provide you with a super bill. So from what I've seen, there are two things that prevent people from going to therapy because a lot of people are open to it. Um, there's, there's a group of people that are open to it, but it comes down to the money. And then there are people who are just like, I don't need a therapist. I'm good. Um, what's the point? All I'm going to do is I already know my story. I'm just going to tell them the story that I already know. So what's the point of that? Um, And to that point, I would say therapy is a way for you to discuss your your story with someone in a space that's non-judgmental and someone who's not going to tell you, you should do this. Like when you're having a conversation with friends, you're having a conversation like, yeah, I, um, 
you know, I'm thinking about this and maybe changing this, your friends automatically, most of the time will be like, you should definitely not do that. Or you should definitely do this. And this is the way you should do it. And -and so-and-so said, you should do it this way. So do it like this. It's a lot of, your friends will always tell you a lot of the time, tell you what to do. And in therapy, it's like a guided storytelling and pulling stuff out of you and then shaping a different perspective of the story and also giving you tools to deal with the story that you're going through. So that's one aspect of it. The other aspect about the money that we haven't talked about yet is something called a super bill, which you can check with your insurance. So let's say you find a therapist and we'll talk about, no one I want to get into later to not forget how exactly to find a therapist in terms of finding a therapist is like finding a barber or finding a hairstylist. You want to be comfortable and we'll get into that. But the super bill is where let's say you find a therapist and you want to work with them, but they don't take insurance, but they do provide a super bill. And you call your insurance and you say, hey, do you accept super bills? Make sure that they do. And as long as your insurance company and the therapist agrees, you pay out of pocket to the therapist. The therapist provides you with the super bill. You present the super bill to your insurance company. And then they give you a reimbursement for whatever you paid. And that's a little, (laughs) that can get a little convoluted. That's a lot of steps, but Basically, you're I paying. think it's good yeah. for people to understand, though, that it's a lot of times the insurance will just say, oh, you have to stay in this and network but and there's, there's ways two therapists it. and yeah. that, hey, right now, like with the mental health crisis or meaning that there's so many people that are in therapy, it's really hard to find someone that's available. Yeah. And that's where I think expanding it and really taking time and knowing that there are ways around it, like you're saying with the super bill and getting reimbursed and yeah, just and knowing that there's other options there. Yeah. But and this, will you so, talk about too? Oh, finish. Yeah. You want to finish on the super bill? I was just going to say I, the single case agreement, just making yes. sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did I say that? that you it said it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Just that that was really helpful. And that even after time, you can renew it and get it longer if you need nice. more sessions. And it worked actually twice. We did that twice. Yeah. And it, and it worked really well. Um, but I know for you, Brandon, you're very good at helping me or just helping me to understand because when you, you know, how to find the right fit for you for a therapist. Yeah. So do you want to share about that? Yeah. So for, for me, and this is just the way that I go about it is like, like I said earlier, finding a good barber, finding a good hairstylist, somebody who you feel comfortable with, somebody who you have some type of connection with and you don't know that until you actually get in the session right um but psychology today is allows you to look at people's profiles which i don't know if they do that um with the insurance network maybe they have maybe the therapist has a website or something like that i don't know um but psychology today does a really good job of laying out people's profiles now they're allowing them to do videos so they can do a video introduction. Um, so you can kind of get a feel for what their vibe is. 
and it tells you their experience. That's that's one thing I look for. I want to see what's their um, credential. What are their credentials? Like what school they graduated from, or if they're a LMFT, which is a licensed marriage and family therapist. If they're a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Um, if they're a psychologist, like you can do your due diligence and try to figure out what you think is your best suited for. But looking at that, looking at how many years they've been in practice, do you want somebody who's fresh out of school? Like maybe they're a year or two years out of school, which there are benefits to that because they're on the, oftentimes they'll be on the cutting edge of new stuff that has come out recently. Whereas if you get somebody who's 20 years out, like they might have a lot of experience, but are they really privy or aware of like the new stuff? And that depends on how they operate. So that's also up to you. My preference is I look for someone who's had like five to 10 years experience, but I wouldn't say that's what everyone needs to look for because there are some really good, there's always really good new doctors. There's always really good new everything, right? Um, so I look at their experience, look at what school they went to or where they graduated from, because everybody has an opinion about that type of stuff, right? And you start to formulate like what type of person this is. Uh, for me, culture is very important. Like um, I'm half black, half white. I can, I can go either way. Um, and I have a certain preference, which I don't need to talk about right now. But if you do have a preference, then, you know, then you want to filter for your preference. It's just like narrowing down these, these differences and really picking something that you think you really picking someone that you believe you can really connect with. Um, and then you can get into to the certain types of therapies that people um people offer such as cognitive behavioral therapy or dialectical behavioral therapy, or I think it's called interfamily systems. Somebody could fact check me on that one. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of their solution focused therapies. It's called EMDR. Brief, we were there's EMDR. We were yeah. talking about that. I, I hypnotism admit, too. I know that's even part of something, yeah. right? Like just reprogramming yeah. stuck yeah. patterns and so you, if you, if you see something and EMDR is eye movement, desensitization, reprocessing, which is a, a really revolutionary type of therapy. Um, we won't go into the details right now, but it can be really powerful and finding, doing your research. And you can ask the therapist too, when you get into the session, like, Hey, what type of therapy do you think is best for me? And they can do an assessment and help you figure that out. But finding out all of those those details and then really pinpointing just doing your research a little bit and then figuring out like what feels good to you and sometimes if you really just want a therapist and you're like I don't want to do the research I just want a therapist just see how that feels but then when you get into that situation I really want to emphasize and this is my opinion that you should be your own advocate I feel like you should be your own advocate throughout life in general and every aspect of life, but you can, people can get into a space where it's just like, okay, I'm going to show up for my therapy session, take it away. And you just let the therapist talk or 
they ask you to just talk and you tell this story and then therapy session's done. What'd you get out of that? Maybe you just told your story and maybe they gave you some reflections about, you know, this situation has been really traumatizing for you. And maybe that's contributing to what you're feeling. I can say stuff like that. But what do you really want out of the therapy is something that you want to go into a session with. And for me, I want someone to change my perspective. And I also want somebody to give me some tools to when I'm feeling a certain type of way, like I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling really stressed out. I want tools like those tools for me are cold showers, meditations, getting into nature, listening to music, sleeping. Like those are the things that I want out of therapy. And it's important for you to start thinking about, in my opinion, I think it's important for you to start thinking about what do you want out of therapy and being able to advocate for that? Because there is a part of therapy, I would say, in, in my experience from what I've seen and what I've learned so far in my psychiatric nurse practitioner program, some of the best changes that you'll get out of a person you're trying to evoke something out of them and pull something out of them, but you're guiding them through it. You're not just saying, Hey, you should try this, or you should try this. It's not just about that. It's about using words and creating a narrative to take them on a path to figure out a lot. Discovery or just a new, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Self-discovery. And those are really, those can be really powerful changes. And there might be a therapist who is just like letting you talk and letting you talk and letting you talk. And they're trying their, their goal could be the self-discovery, but maybe you want, you, you're not feeling that self-discovery fast enough, or you're not feeling like you're getting a lot out of it. You can say in a therapy session, like, Hey, I would like some tools. I've told you, I told you story. I feel like I've said a lot and can you give me, can you provide me some tools for when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling stressed, when I'm feeling irritable, um, you know, however you're feeling that you, you want to feel in a, you want to be able to get to a better spot. So I would say it's important to pick, like define what you want out of a therapist, but then also when you're in your therapy sessions, advocate for yourself. Um, and then be aware too of, as you go through therapy, you know, maybe you've reached a point with your therapist that you feel you're done. You're just like, you know, I've gotten some tools. I've said my story, but these sessions, you know, maybe you're going once a month instead of every week or every two weeks, the sessions aren't really, I'm not really getting as much out of them anymore. Then you could start talking about like, you know, maybe we should, I feel like I've got got what I came for because what they I think also like people maybe through the pandemic I know like some teenagers really just needed to talk and just Mm -hmm. because of when you're not having socialization like for some people it might just be that they just want to talk right but then you have people who really need help with tools of how to get out of certain stuff. So I do know that it is individualized what 
that need is. But I know just being your friend for a long time, there is certain transitions where a certain person or therapist was the right fit at that time. And then it was time for something different. Yeah. So, and, and the what is taught is that therapy with one therapist is not meant to be lifelong. The goal is to provide you with skills to be self-sufficient. And so there is, there could come a time when you're with a therapist that it's like, okay, we're, we, we've reached the end of our, of our sessions, you know, and either you drop, not drop out, but like either you stop you graduate. therapy, you graduate from therapy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, or you go find another therapist or a different type of therapy or something like that, depending on what you want. For me, how I feel for myself, uh, therapy is, therapy is just a, a wonderful space <laughs> to, to be a hundred percent who you are and talk about anything that you want to talk about under the sun in, in a very safe space and someone to just look at you and be like, where you would say it in a crowd and they'll be like, Whoa, like chill, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, yo, you, what, that's what you think. And your therapist will be like, tell me more about that. How does that make you feel? And Okay, and walk you through that, whatever thoughts those are. No shame. And no shame. Yeah, no shame. Non-judgmental. You can be completely vulnerable. And when you're able to do that, and you are also able to understand that other people have thoughts like this, it allows you to kind of take the take the stress off of yourself of like what. Well, I'm probably the only one who thinks like this, or I'm you know, like, oh man, there's, I don't, you know, whatever thoughts that you're having. And it's just kind of like, it kind of allows you to relax and just, and just understand that, that it's just human, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. And that's how I feel in my, in my therapy. And, and the thing is, is that it can, it can flow the way you want it to. You can, you can, if your therapist is flexible, you can, do once a month therapy or you can do twice a month or every week usually therapists like to start out so they can get to know you they like to start out once a week um so they're constantly getting the story getting your background and like really trying to form what's called a therapeutic alliance and that is the most important thing which is a fancy word for saying connection or a vibe uh that's the most important thing in therapy that you connect with your therapist and they connect, they can connect with you and they'll want to start out once a week. And then you can kind of back off to every other week, which is twice a month. And that's what I was doing for a while. I was doing once a month for a while. Cause I felt uh, pretty good, but I really still enjoyed my therapy sessions. And then when I get really stressed out, I ask my therapist to increase the frequency. Like, Hey, I want to see you twice a month. Like, cool. Let's do that. And then things got really dicey about a month and a half ago. And the therapist suggested like, Hey, I think we should up it to once a week. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it, and it just like completely, it completely transformed what I was going through and allowed me to really get everything out into a 
nice safe space safe space yeah and allow someone to reflect back to me some solutions or the self-discovery allow myself just to when you're talking to friends because i i did this in like a month and a half ago talking to friends and they're like oh try this try that try this try that That, that's not really what i need to hear right now i just need Mm. to speak and get out all my thoughts and that's what therapy provides and then the therapist is trained to listen for the best time to to ease in some thoughts about like hey what do you think about this solution and they're not telling you what to do they're just suggest they should planting they should, seeds yeah and they and they should they shouldn't do anything but they what's nice is that they can suggest certain things rather than just telling you what to do and for me the therapy what it does you it's not going to prevent you from going through things it's not going to prevent stress or grief or loss or pain all it's going to do what it has done for me is that it reduces the intensity of it and it reduces the duration of it so it's not as intense takes it down a notch and it's not as long it doesn't last as long and it allows me to get back to my you know, what's normal for me in life and what I, what I feel good, how it allows me to start feeling good a little faster. And that's, those are my thoughts about therapy and what it's done for me and how I've done about it. I think that's great. And I'm happy to know that it's more becoming more normal because I know even just like originally, I mean, we've been to get married now 19 years and it's like, originally my husband was always like, oh, we don't need therapy. If we need therapy, we're, we're over, you know, like, cause yeah. people just really thought of it as like a last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're looking at it more now to how do we be better? How do we be the best version of ourselves? Like, yeah. it's not like we, we don't want to have to like, like you're not trying to break it you know like what what do you say but like you know you don't don't fix it if it's not broken or whatever but it's more like if it ain't broke don't fix it exactly like it's more that you're just trying to not break it like you're trying to stay where things are more in that positive space and like where you're communicating better and things are softer and it's not wrong or like I, I want it to be where it's not thought of that you have to be in this really bad place to have to seek out somebody to talk to. And I just see a lot of people that it's helped. And also just having, you know, as much as I'm not in therapy with my mom, she's always offered a lot of different tools and they really do help. And Mm -hmm. I know for me, I'm in the process of trying to find somebody, but, um, a new therapist. So I don't look at it as a bad thing, but I do think there was that stigma and I'm happy that that's being erased or, you know, lessening because I just think we're all trying to live our best lives and feel more peaceful and more joy and get those tools. And so to be in a safe place that allows you to just be without shame or you know, thinking that your thoughts are wrong or not, you know, okay, 
to be loved and guided is a beautiful thing. And I just yeah. think that that's why we're here to promote people finding that. And also with the difference of psychiatry, which um, Brandon will be an expert very soon in this department, but an expert, but uh, on your way, on your way, but like that there's just so many things that people struggle with, with ADHD and anxiety and OCD and depression. And just, we don't have to live like that. There's ways to feel better. And knowing that these resources are there and that we're just also here for you that message us or reach out because we have a lot of, you know, our own experience and direction to help guide. And um, we're hoping that through this, it will help expand your mind to know that it's a good thing, you know, trying to be the best version of yourself is, is a beautiful thing. And each, we're never going to eliminate the struggles. Like you said, it's not going to take away stress. It's not going to take away, you know, loss or traumas or issues in life. Like we're going to go through it, but it's going to help you get through it a little easier Yeah. and um, supported. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the stuff right there. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's interesting to think about too that some some of the way that we've been brought up to think through our families, through society, or through ourselves could be causing so much stress and causing some of the pain that people feel on a day-to-day basis. And for me, my first my first action of seeking help was through motivational. I was looking at motivational stuff and watching motivational uh, speakers. And that really helped me, but it only helped me to a point and therapy. But the, the, what I was trying to get out of reaching out for help was trying to become my best self and trying to feel better about certain things in life or trying to get certain things in life. And therapy for me has been the ultimate, the ultimate answer for that. And it's not just going to be one therapist. It's not just going to be one type of therapy. It, It could be, it could be, but be open to a lot of people say, yeah, I had a therapist and they, I was giving them therapy. I'm like, well, you had the wrong therapist, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. there are other people who are like, yeah, I went in for a procedure and they were supposed to do something on my right side and they did it on my left side. Like, yeah, you, unfortunately, like that stuff happens. And, but that doesn't mean you like, don't get your right side done or fixed, you know? Well, like, I'm grateful for you because I, when you have an experience like that, where yeah. you are the one kind of because I love connecting with people. So yeah. right away, I'm going to connect with whoever I'm talking to. And my, it happened to be the therapist. And I found myself like asking her what's going on and like asking, well, should I have some tools? And I'm like guiding this therapy. And I'm like, no, I want someone to be checking in on me and like correcting me. And just sort of, I wanted that 
So, so then you just stop going and, and it can feel hard to find a therapist when insurance tells you, here's your network and they're all full, or they might have a difficult or different culture, like you say, or accent that might be difficult to engage in, you know, for your own self of understanding and yeah. And it, these, these are roadblocks that get you to go, ah, I don't need to do this. Yeah. And it's too hard, but that's why we're trying to give you those couple of things of like single case agreement, psychology today, going on there, really spending time with knowing what kind of therapy or what you're trying to work on. Um, also for some people, it might just be as simple as going on your member benefits and finding somebody. And I know there's a lot more therapists because of this whole COVID thing. They've really ramped up, you know, different options. And I know yeah. there are different options out there of teletherapy, but through Brandon and I discussing it, we're not really 100% promoting that because it's not the relationship. Like if you're really in, in a struggle and you need to talk to somebody, there are some quick things online that you can get on with the therapist quickly. But we're talking about establishing a relationship and really working on that trust with a therapist to guide you through your life and yeah. healing um, struggles and yeah. stuck patterns. So that's why we're trying to find you the right fit. And Brandon's very good at reminding me like that, that wasn't the right person. So keep going, keep it searching. Really and yeah. and where he's willing to help me find somebody where like, sometimes as a friend, you might need to help out your friend who's struggling and say, Hey, I'm going to get on psychology today. And I'm going to look in your area and Hey, what do you think about this person? Yeah. And sometimes we have to help our friends and that that might be a place to do that too. Like Brandon's been helping me, like, what are you looking for? What do you want? What is it that you're, um, you know, so it's, it's, we get by with a little help from our friends, but, yeah. and therapists. <laughs> right. Yeah. What I, what I thought about when you were talking is um, trying on shoes finding a good therapist like trying on shoes also like what i said before finding a good barber and a hairstylist but also trying on shoes you're you know you need to wear shoes for the most part mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and, and most styles parts of the, like you go yeah. hiking you need hiking boots or right. hiking shoes yeah, or you need exactly. a certain tread yeah and yeah so that's and that's it's, a part and the journey is like if we're talking about the journey of life like you're for the most part, you have no choice but to wake up. You do have a choice. You you do have a choice. But like for, for most of us, like we, for a lot of us, like you want to continue on the road of life, right? And you know that you're going to need some shoes out here. Mm-hmm. So you go, you go buy shoes. And if they don't fit, you don't say, all right, I'm done with shoes you go find something that fits and feels comfortable and that you feel good in, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what therapy is. Like you're on this journey of life. Therapy can really help you out and finding. It's got to be the right fit. It's got to be the right fit. And to keep going until you find it. Yeah. And use, utilize skills of that we're talking about in this podcast to find a therapist that fits you 
in terms of what you think would fit and what's a, what's a good connection for you. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that. So we encourage you to, to do that if you are looking for a therapist. And like Amber said, if you have any questions, you can, you can message us at on Instagram at what in the mental health. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much my last thoughts. You have any last thoughts? Uh, just thanks for listening and tuning in. And we're trusting that all the words that flow through us, that we're just resources here to help guide and bring uh, light to the planet. And as Brandon and I always say, we just love connecting with people and we're on this journey together, just trying to bring light and love everywhere we go and be our best selves. So we all need these tools and we're all evolving always. Always. That we just, we get by with a little help from our friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And we appreciate you. Have an awesome day, everyone. And just remember everything's working for you. That's right. Take care. Take care. Bye.